Hello and welcome to episode 147 of the Rotten Views Podcast, but again, you already know that because you clicked on it, so thank you for coming back for another episode, I really, really appreciate that. I don't know why you're back, but I appreciate it nonetheless. Uh, We have another fun one for today, Uh, but before I get into that, hopefully you guys are all having a great day or afternoon or whenever you guys are listening to this, Uh, hopefully it's not hot as hell for you. It is for me right now and it's gonna be a little bit of a pain ass to do this recording because i have the fan and the ac off because it's too much noise um but it's fine i I can't afford to lose a few pounds 100 or so but that's that's besides the point right um but yeah thank you for coming back i appreciate that and as always we have some promoting to do uh before we get into the episode because some of you guys probably don't listen to the end um shame on you shame on you very much for not listening to the end i'm kidding uh it's fine don't worry about it um but yeah as always check me out on all social medias uh instagram facebook tiktok Uh, but the main thing that we are doing is the youtube channel definitely go check that out the links will be down below or you can just go on youtube at type inside now should pop right up we have the uh, wednesday gaming video coming out each and every week we have a bunch of shorts coming out and we also do old episodes of the podcast up there and we will have video episodes like full-on video episodes of the podcast at some point in time i just don't know how i want to set it up yet and uh yeah editing that's going to be a pain in the ass i think because i do a lot of editing on just the podcast episodes so i'm not sure how the editing on the video episode is going to be uh it might just be like 100 percent of all the ums and other things that i say that i edit out or at least try to edit out. I probably missed some of it because I don't like listening to myself. So I kind of do like a somewhat quick edit. But even on these episodes, it's like an hour and 40 minutes of me just editing for like 45 minutes of content. So, eh, you know, it's fun. Editing is fun. Podcasting is fun. This is a great career to have. It's fun. Do you hear it in my voice? It's really fun. But yeah, we're going to get right into the movie at hand. Uh, we're watching, as you can tell from the title, from 1993, Menace to Society, which is... At the time of this recording, expiring on Tubi in six days. Uh, so it would already be expired by the time this episode comes out. Sorry. But uh, hopefully you guys, you know, took my notice from the last episode and watched it ahead of time. Uh, it's an hour and 36 minute movie, like I said, from 1993. It's a crime, drama, thriller, and the quick synopsis uh, from Tubi itself. Despite his d- dreams for a better life, a teen ultimately succumbs to the cycle of violence that pervades his community in the urban American ghetto. I don't know why I just had a tongue twister on Urban. I don't know, sweats in my eyes. I don't know what to say. 
Uh, that's it's just excuse. I'm not really sweating that much. Uh, but yeah, it's directed by the Hughes brothers, Albert and Alan, uh, who are best known for working on um, From Hell, and I believe there's one other one that caught my eye. Uh, the Book of Eli. And I think one of the brothers is actually working on like a Tupac show, uh, Dear Mama, and they also worked on Dead Presence as well. So it's kind of interesting. I might check out Dead Presence. I've heard a lot of things about it, but I don't think I've actually ever seen it. And I'm curious about the uh, Dear Mama thing as well. And of course, like we always do, we're going to read the tagline. Uh, tagline is, they're young. They're black, and they don't give a damn. I wonder who writes these taglines back in the day. I really do. Uh, true, or trivia, apparently Tupac was originally cast to play Shar- Sheriff, but was fired, which led to the fiscal fight with co-director Alan Hughes. Secure was charged with assault and battery. Secure bragged about the altercation on uh, appearance of Yo! MTV Raps from 1988. A tape of the appearance was played at the trial as evidence against Secure. Secure was sentenced to 15 days, days in jail. Good job, Tupac. Good job. I'm not going to read the goof because it's probably just going to spoil something and I'm going to keep my eye out for it and then not even mention it in the, the, the whole podcast while watching it. So, you know, I'm, I'm smart like that. So this has a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 4.7 out of 5 on Amazon.ca. Apparently 91% of Google users like this movie. Uh, the original release date was May 26, 1993, and it's distributed by New Line Cinema, you know, the thing that releases you know all the freddy cougar movies nightmare on all street that's kind of cool uh i had a box office of 30 million dollars i don't know if i said any of that kind of stuff on the last episode i might have forgot about forgot about it uh if i did i'm a failure but you know i've only been doing this for 100 and some episodes almost 150 it's fine no big deal presents saturday night at the movies the television series which each week brings you the finest in recent motion pictures tonight So what are you going to do, KD? You going to mess around out there in the streets till you get killed? What's that, sir? You got to think about your life. Being a black man in America isn't easy. All I'm saying is survive. Be glad that you graduated from high school and that you're alive at 18 and you need to do something with yourself before you end up like he did. I'm not gonna end up like he did, all right? Mother, mother, there's too many of you to cry. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. You know we Man, you know I'm down, but I also know that life has better things to offer than what's on the street out there. Why are you so worried about me? Why shouldn't I be? Menace to society. The hunt is on, and you're the prey. Of course, the movie starts out, like I said, with that giant New Line Cinema uh, logo. Also, before we get too far in the podcast, if you guys 
don't want to be spoiled, then feel free to hit that pause button now. Go watch the movie wherever you can find it. And then come back to uh, listen to me talk about the movie. Because I'm going to be talking pretty much from the start of the movie to the end of it. And hitting all the major points, or at least points I think are major while doing so. So if you guys don't want to be spoiled on a movie that came out in 1993, uh, feel free to pause now and please come back. Or just listen to it and be spoiled anyways. And maybe uh, listen to me talk about it will make you want to go watch the movie, hopefully. You know, that's how that stuff should work, right? Uh, so yeah, right back into the movie we go we see two young guys going into this convenience store who's run by asians and pretty much talking some slang and talking about a party and whatnot and just you know being you know stupid young teenagers and literally they're opening up the the freezers and pulling out some beer and drinking it and the clerk say hey can't be opening beers in the store he's like ah don't worry about it. we'll pay for you they, they start being assholes to the asian clerks because you know that's what young hoodlums do little jackasses would get their ass kicked but that's besides the point the clerk's pretty much just telling them like hurry up pay and get out here and he's like ah would you calm the fuck down go pay you just you know give me a few minutes all right just um i'm shopping here then as the kids are leaving the, the clerk's like i feel sorry for your mom and that really pisses the kid off he's like what you say to me fool what you say about my mama well kick your ass now because you're talking about my mama then as the friend's uh, drinking his beer we hear a gunshot going off and the clerk's dead and he drops his beer and then the the, the kid pretty much has the girl by her head like pulling her off to the side and then his buddy goes to look over the counter and we see the clerk dead on the ground and the friend's like what the fuck did you do we just came in to get a couple drinks and shit and now you're shooting people up what the fuck is going on and then he takes her like the guy with the gun takes the wife into the back and then we just hear gunshots going off and we can tell, you know, she's she's dead as well. And then afterwards, they go to, to rob the, the till and there's only six bucks in it. So then he starts taking the money out of the guy's pocket and apparently we find some more money in the guy's sock as well. And this is like our main two characters, uh, canine and o-dog i can't tell which one's which but you know it's fine and then we hear the narration be like it's funny how things work out just went to the store to get burr beer burr get a beer and came out accessory to murder it's funny how things work like that in the hood and then we hear some like police narrations over the intro credits as we see like the chalk writing for the title font come up and then we see like the uh, Watt riots in 1965, all black and white picture, and then like the fire, and everything's very pixelated and very you know blurred out. We just hear people yelling "Burn, baby, burn!" as everything's breaking out in the riots. Then after the riots stop, and we hear the narration saying that when the riots did stop, that's when all the drug dealing started to happen. Then there's a bunch of you know we see a bunch of people drinking. And there's like a red light to set up, and there's a bunch of heroin and other drugs you know being done at this little party get together and we're hearing about how the dad was a drug dealer and that the mom was a drug addict at some point in time sometimes the mom would actually take all the drugs and use them so then the dad would beat the shit out of her for you know using the product and using it all and it's one of the little boys from the convenience store robbery that's telling the story i'm not sure which one is it's probably canine but i could be wrong Okay, so it is K9 because we see a little young version of K9 as he's going out on the porch as his parents are partying and there's a whole bunch of drugs happening in the house. And there's two younger guys on the porch being like, hey, K9, what are you doing out here? This is a big grown-up party. And then he sits down on the other guy's lap, which might be like a friend or an uncle. I don't know. But then he takes a sip of some alcohol and he's like, what the fuck is that? It's like, yeah, little man, you just started drinking at a very young age. And then he picks up the guy's gun. And then the guy's like, what the hell are you doing? You can't be touching that goddamn thing. So then the guy's like, 
hey, you gotta wait. Let me show you how to hold it first, little eight-year-old boy or six-year-old. I can't judge age. I'm not. I'm a parent, and I still can't do it. I don't know how old the kid's supposed to be. It's a 90s movie. Guy could be like a midget for all I fucking know. Playing a 12-year-old. Then of course you see this junkie. You know, chilling on the couch, being like, hey, you guys done playing poker yet? He's like, yeah, yeah, we're done. She goes over to the table to, you know, get her fix. And, of course, playing poker is fucking Samuel L. Jackson, who plays Tat Lawson. Tat, all right creative i guess so then uh, they shoot her up with the drugs and they're laughing better because she's like ah it looks a little tired eh tat like, yeah yeah she's fine don't worry about it so i'm wondering if that's like the mom for canine and maybe tat is the, the dad because on indb it doesn't say canine's last name but it says samuel jackson's last name so whatever and then of course samuel jackson sorry tat is all pissed off because there's another guy playing cards at the table who apparently doesn't have his money yet he's like fuck you what do you fuck you mean you don't have my money you know typical samuel jackson style character and the guy starts mouthing back on him. he's like what are you gonna do yeah i don't have your fucking money he's like what are you gonna do he's like what am i gonna do i'm pull out a gun and just point at you and the guy's like i just spent five years in the joint i don't care if you shoot me just go ahead and do it it's fine don't worry about it. i'm not worried about it. why should you be worried about it? so if you want your fucking money to shoot me and then the guy literally tells him to uh, suck his dick and that really pisses off tat to the point where he stands up and starts blasting him and shoots him like six times in the chest like yeah fuck it and he points the gun at someone else he's like hey you owe me some money he's like no i don't but here take the money please just take the money i just i don't want the money i don't really need the money i have a good job and stuff and uh i just take my money please don't shoot me and then we do find out that uh, tate is uh kane's dad samuel jackson is you know his dad and he comes out of the room and tate's just like Kane, go to your room. And we hear, like, Tat trying to say Kane, and the sound is getting distorted because Kane's pretty much in shock at this point in time because he sees a dead guy laying on the ground. And now it's Watts 1993 at the point in time. And then we have, like, this helicopter shot of going over Watts, and, the, you know, the, the ghetto gangster music starts playing. Am I, am I too white to say that? That's probably, like, a really white thing to say now, isn't it? Ah, ghetto music. Uh, you know, the hood music. Does that sound any better? Probably doesn't. Probably doesn't. I'm just gonna shut up now about the music. And then cuts to Kane in school and the teacher's talking to everyone and everyone's in class pretty much is like I don't give a shit as to what you guys say teacher I'm just zoning you out pretty much and I'm just ready to go and then uh, Kane's beeper goes off you remember what beeper is or a pager yeah that's what the time period we're working in right now folks pager you guys probably remember those just as much as you remember the payphones that I talk about every now and then and various episodes so if you don't and you're one of the younger listeners i have uh go google it yeah just go google it or watch more 90s movies that's fine whatever works let me see kane walking down the street and this little kid on uh, big wheel comes up and pretty much knocks into him he's like ah, i'm just trying to watch you know ride this big wheel and kane talks to him he's like kane's mentioning that he's gonna buy him a new big wheel because so, it's nice uh, like a newer one and the mom comes out he's like hey you don't have to buy him a new big wheel he's like yeah this is my little partner right here you know i'm just gonna hook him up you know and i've through the mom and the kid are going into the house we hear a little narration that this girl was with this other guy named ronnie who went to jail and then shortly after the little kid popped out and every now and then he checks on them to make sure they're doing okay and then we just cut to uh canine just doing some kind of drug deal on the sidewalk in broad daylight and it's at that point that we find out that canine's living with his grandparents because you know things have gone to shit with his parents and then we find out his mother actually died from overdose and of course the 
grandma and grandpa are going on to telling Kane about how proud they are that he graduated and whatnot. And I, there's, you know, he's doing so well. And then we just uh, see Kane cut into like this party scene, hanging out with some other people in the hood. And as they're coming up to like the house that has the party, a bunch of guys start fighting outside and they're just walking, looking at it like, ah, they're fine. It's nothing to do with us. See Kane and working his way through the, the house, you know, meeting and greeting with everyone. And then goes out to the back area where we see a bunch of kids gambling. He goes up to talk to this one guy who's, you know, you know, taking the other younger guy's money. He's like, you know what? I know you're not stupid enough to be showing the robbery ta- tape, right? And he's like, ah, oh, no, nah, I was just showing it to a few people, you know, just a few close homies. Don't worry about it, homie. It's all good. We find out the one guy with the, like, dreadlocks and the guy who doesn't give a fuck, essentially, who's been showing the tape is apparently O-Dog. And there's another guy that they talked about was, I I guess he's like this uh, veteran or OG character who just wants to show other people the way of doing shit, I guess. And Ken goes to bug this other guy who's got his hood up he's like why are you looking like the grim reaper he's like you know what i'm cold just you know used to the tropical weather and not used to this kind of weather you know it's i'm cold out here and i got no hair so leave me alone at this point in time though he's uh kane's just going around introducing all the characters and what kind of characteristics they have there's like a pimp there's the one guy that has a hood up apparently he's now a muslim and he's trying to do you know change everyone and just you know some backstory to the movie and whatnot then we see the group of them all leaving together and discussing where they're gonna go think they're going to jack in the box could be wrong uh you know but one of them has to go get gas and his girlfriend's like yeah i should get gas first you fool they pretty much show up like four of them show up to get gas together and it's the cadillac i think and the guy's like you know so who's uh who's chipping in for the gas and he's like i'm not paying for shit uh, i don't have any money and i'll pay you tomorrow and he's just like oh yeah sure of course you guys will. Yeah, you guys all suck. Let me see Kane and another guy sitting at a red light. And that's when a van pulls up on them. Guns loaded, just, you know, facing around. Pretty much uh, telling them all to get out of the car and get in the van, essentially. That's when the buddy's like, you know, get out of the car, Kane. He's like, I ain't going out like a chump. And that's when Kane's getting out of the car. We see the buddy actually starting to pull a gun up because he's going to, you know, put up a fight. And then as Kane's getting out of the car, they start blasting him. And we see blood just fill up the whole windshield. And everyone hears the gunshots coming from the gas station. So they start to, you know, rush up. And that's when we see Kane getting out of the car he's bloody the other guy's laying on the ground shaking and they steal the car and drive away the friends all show up and we see the one guy still shaking on the ground and kane made his way over to a bench where he looks like he's been shot in like the shoulder chest area and they're like you know what we got we gotta make get him to the hospital and they're talking about leaving the other guy on the ground because he's already dead and then we see them dragging kane into the back seat of the car and you know rushing him to the hospital then we see sharif the muslim character who looks like grim reaper who's on the, the ground with the other guy who got who got murdered because Sharif thinks that if they get him to in the car and you get him to the hospital, they'll be able to bring him back life for everyone else. Like, no, nah, he's already dead. He's far gone. Just let's leave him. And they drive away and actually leave Sharif on the ground with the other friend as he's already dead. And then we see them in the hospital pretty much dragging and pulling K9, trying to find some help. And everyone else is looking around like, oh, shit, bloody black man coming in and just uh, crazy, huh? And they get her to like the, the triage nurse or whatever the nurse might be. And like, well, you gotta fill out these forms first. And the girl the one girl's like fuck the fucking forms let's get some help going on here now and then it's been like a week or so later and we see him he's doing better he's eating some jello and apparently he went into shock when he saw how much blood was on him and yeah he's watching like this old black and white mafia movie and he's you know feeling bad because apparently the guy who might have died in the car with him was his cousin i'm not 100 percent sure on that one and then the girl that has a kid shows up and he's like all surprised like oh uh, it's supposed to be my grandparents come and pick me up and she's like no i talked to them i told them you know it's for them 
them to stay at home and relax, and I was going to bring you home. And then we see uh, Kanan and his grandparents sit down and watch an old black and white Christmas movie, and the grandfather's looking over at him just like smirking, like, oh, I don't really want to watch this. This is kind of stupid, to be honest with you. And then there's a knock at the door, and then it's his buddy, Old Dog, you know, the bad influence in his life, pretty much being like, hey, you coming out today? He's like, ah, yeah, sure, I'm going to come out. And then the grandfather's like, yeah, come sit down, and uh, we'll, we'll have a little talk. And they all sit down on the couch together. And then the grandmother's like, So I guess I'm going to leave the room and let you guys talk by yourself. And then the grandfather starts going on about a speech, being like, How God didn't bring you guys here to kill each other. It's in the Bible. And you guys need to start smarting up and socking in so much stupid trouble because there's no need for it. And that's when Kanan's like, I've never killed everyone, anyone, just so you know, Gramps. I'm, just, I'm, I'm pretty good, just saying. Let me see some narration from Kanan being like, Gramps has always come at me with the religious stuff. And I'm going to be honest with you, goes in one ear and out the other and i don't pay attention to it at all and then the gramps like kane do you care if you live or die and kane kane just looks down it's like we see uh kane and o-dog walking out and there's a bunch of people hanging out busy busy little neighborhood busy ghetto and then uh, o-dog's like so how's that shoulder and then kane's like ah it's fine it's fine it's no big deal and he's like o-dog's like that ain't what you were saying in the car he's like oh my shoulder hurts and they start fucking you know joking around with each other and then this is where the trouble comes in again because o-dog's like you know what i found out where those little guys are that you know hit you up and uh you can go hit them up right now if you want to and kane's like yeah let's go do this and then we cut to them hanging out with a bunch of other buddies where they're showing the robbery video from the convenience store yet again i don't even know how they got the video i didn't even see them take the videotape out of the security camera but i guess that's maybe what he did when he took the wife back in the back he probably did made her you know take the, the videotape out uh before killing her i guess then as they're all watching the video this other buddy comes up in his shorts and cocks a shotgun being like you ready to put a hole in those motherfuckers and everyone's just like oh shit what's going on here he's like oh yeah we're getting ready to you know go kill some people apparently and then old dog moves the gun around everyone gets scared on the couch like hey don't point the gun at me you're fucking stupid you probably pulled the trigger by accident then we see some narration while they're driving the car and Kane's going on about how the driver was his cousin and that he knew ever since his cousin got murdered that he was gonna you know get some revenge on them for what they did to him which is i guess kind of understandable and then kane starts bitching at old dog being like you know what i told you stop showing the fucking tape and old dog's like why are you bitching and about me showing my tape it's my tape he's like motherfucker i'm on the tape with you and then in the the car kane's like you know there better not be any kids because i'm not killing any kids and old dog's like man i'll kill anyone it doesn't matter and besides it's midnight what kids are going to be out at midnight and then you know they have a little fight back and forth and old dog start calling kane a bitch because apparently Kane won't kill a kid if there's a kid in the way to be killed. That's when the driver's like, would you both just shut the fuck up and stop arguing with each other? This is not helping the situation at all. Just shut the fuck up. And we see these two guys outside this hot dog stand. Uh, Jungle of the Chicken, I think is what the sign said. And they're like, hey, hook us up. And the girl's like, why don't you guys go get a job and just stop hanging around here and you know start paying for your food. And they start arguing back and forth and then we see a car pulling around the back of the building. That's when they park behind the thing and the driver's like, you know, you guys go in there, do your thing, don't fuck around, just get the job done. I'm gonna be waiting here, get it done, and let's go and get it done over with. I said get it done a lot, but that's fine. Get her done, get her done. We still see those two guys arguing with the girl, and we see them like 
you know, skeeting around the corner, mask on. And the girl's like, you guys got curfew. Why don't you guys just go away? And then they randomly come out around the corner with a pistol and a shotgun and literally blow the one guy's head apart in front of the lady as she's screaming. And then the other guy's getting shot in the back, but he's still running around the building and running for his life. And then he starts running towards the guy, the, the getaway driver. And he literally just comes up being like, you need some help? And literally he like shoots him like six times in the stomach, at least six times. And then we see uh, Kane in the bed. And there's a little bit of narration. He's like, yeah, I thought killing those fools would have made me feel better. And it's like, it didn't make me feel good at all. And I feel like I could probably do it again, to be honest. Then we see uh, Kane, Kane going to visit that mom that he likes that has a kid. And he's going in to use her bathroom. And he's like snooping around her, like the drawers. But, like he's opening the drawer of the, what looks to be like some kind of stand as he's counting money. So I'm assuming he's going to hide some money inside there. Then we have Kane sitting down at the, the dinner table with Anthony the little kid and the mom and anthony's like hey you want to play boxing Kane? i'll whip your ass and the mom's like what did you just say motherfucker you do not use that kind of word i'm gonna whip your goddamn ass and we see a bunch of the guys hanging out outside as one guy's trying to get some drugs out of them but he doesn't have enough money and then the cops start pulling up and everyone just starts running like fucking scared rats be like oh one time oh god we gotta run run and we cut to anthony and Kane playing um sega i think i can't really see the controller i think it's sega but then uh anthony or kane's like hey just wait wait i gotta take the gun out of my waist uh it's, it's bothering me and then anthony's like let me see the gun and it's like uh crap and then we see uh anthony sitting in like kane's lap and they're holding the gun together and it's not loaded and he's like yeah pulling the trigger it's like yeah take that fool and then the mom walks in and kane's like it's not loaded i swear it's not loaded and then uh you know some uh, bad things happen because the kid gets his butt slapped and it's like you know get out of here and i don't want my son ever touching the gun ever again and then the mom gets mad too because where the letter is from her husband that's in jail uh underneath it was actually some money that kane just you know was sneaking in he's like stop giving me money i don't need your goddamn help you know i'm doing this on my own and then she has to talk to him being like you know you gotta do something with your life you're 18 you graduated high school you don't owe my man anything you know you're lucky to be alive so do something with your life please do something with your life let me see uh four of them sitting on the couch well one's on a chair actually and one's passed out and somebody knocks at the door and they wake up the guy who's passed out and sleeping be like go go answer the door stop being so lazy and stop sleeping go answer the goddamn door and they go he goes to answer the door and it's like this jeffrey dahmer looking white guy showing up the guy gets mad at him for coming so early and then we find out he's showing him some evidence or something i don't know um but apparently he's showing him a black nissan for some reason i don't know why apparently this guy wants them to go pick up this car and it's gonna be in perfect condition and it's gonna be like an insurance money scam then we see the cadillac and the guys driving through this parking garage and the security guard you know pretty much sees them and he's like oh crap something bad gonna happen and that's when we see them pulling up to the car that they're, you know, supposed to be stealing, which probably isn't going to work out, seeing there's a security guard on deck at all point in times. But, you know, it is what it is. And then the Cadillac drives away, and we see O-Dog and K-9, you know, trying to break into the car for the Slim Jim. They get the door finally open, and then the car alarm starts going off. And they're like, come on, guys, you gotta hurry up. We see they get the alarm off, they finally get the car rolling, and as they're getting ready to leave the parking garage, the police show up. Of course they show up. And then they both ditch the car and start running away. And then we see them going to hide behind some cars. And then we see the cops coming into the parking garage tomorrow. And they have a cop dog with them. And it's like, yeah, let's just let the dog go. And it's like, oh, shit. And then, of course, the dog goes right to them and gets behind the car. And we hear some screaming and pretty much saying, get it off me. Get it off me. As the camera starts, you know, getting closer and closer into the grill of the car. 
And we hear them yelling and screaming and saying, Hey, come get this dog off me, please. Get the dog off me. And then we see some narration. And then we see yeah, Kane being taken through jail. And then we see him being put into like this holding cell with a bunch of other inmates. And he's going on about how there's a bunch of other guys in the group that would that went through jail. And he's like, Ah, if they went through it, I can pretty much go through it. Then it won't be a big deal. We see uh, old dog talking to another junkie again. He's like, Come on, just hook me up, please. Please just hook me up. And he's like, No, I'm not hooking you up again. I've done this enough times. Just, you know, just screw off and go away, please. It's at this point the drug de- the drug addict's like, I'll suck on you, dude. I'll suck on you. I don't want to say the word just because it gets me, you know, banned somewhere. Uh, and then uh, O-Dog's like, what did you say to me? And then he pulls out a gun and just literally shoots the guy. And takes the, the bag that the guy had the hamburgers in. He's like, you guys want a hamburger? I got hamburgers. Anybody want a hamburger? Which is weird, though, because O-Dog's out free walking around. And Kane is being held in the prison system. Because apparently uh, he didn't have a record. But his fingerprints came back on the bottle that he dropped in the convenience store when that murder happened. And then out of nowhere, uh, Kane's being interviewed by a detective. And it's freaking Bill Duke who started, well, was it starring alongside, you know, Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And fucking predator i was surprised to see him because when i looked up the movie on indb it didn't show him at all and then bill's like you know you guys drop you drop some a bottle of beer at 11 15 and kane's like well um yeah, well, yeah maybe kind of i think so and zach is asking him like why did we find the ball there after the incident in uh canine or kane's like i was you know after we were leaving like other people were like coming in and uh like i dropped it when people were coming in because they, they spooked me and um yeah i'm, I'm scared right now please don't please don't put me in jail forever please don't and now we see kane outside of the jail you know he's free now and he's puking inside a toilet and his buddies are knocking on the door trying to get him he's like come on man you haven't been there long enough to get hiv you're fine just come on get out get out of the washroom then we see them all hanging out in a lowrider convertible and in the back like above the headrest like where the back window would be there's pull-ups and a baby doll. I don't know why, but, you know, whatever. That's when we find out the two guys that are in the car with him are going to Kansas to get out of the area to get out of the trouble because they're tired of this shit. Like, you should come with us. And Kane's like, nah, I ain't leaving this area. This is my turf. And that's when the one guy jokes that the one girl is the reason why he's staying. He's like, nah, nah, what are you talking about? I ain't fucking staying because of her. That's when we then find out they're just there to drop Kane off at this garage or chop shop kind of looking area because this white guy comes out and pulls Kane inside to look at this old Ford car. Well, not even that super old, but and we come and find out that Kane's buying a car for some reason or somehow, but you know, he's got a dope Ford Fox body looking Mustang now. Then as he's sitting at a red light, this other Ford comes up and he's got nice rims that have me. He's checking out. He's like, hmm, I could probably jack those. Then he follows the guy to a spot where he goes to park. It's at, it looks like it's at the burger spot again. And he sneaks up and gets into the passenger seat and literally puts the gun up at the guy's, you know, face and be like, you know, I want your stereo. I want your wheels. And you know why we're in the drive-thru? Might as well get me a fucking burger too while you're at it. And then this guy's making the order in the drive-thru he forgets to mention cheese so the guy puts a gun and uh kane puts a gun in the guy's face like oh, i said cheese and so the guy reaches out make sure that double burger's got cheese on please please make sure it has the cheese okay let me cut to kane in his room as he's on the phone talking to someone and he's counting his money out because uh he's a baller now he's a hip, hip gangster and i'm sounding more like a white man every day then we see kane sitting at this red table where he's asking for 400 dollars worth of drugs there's like two guns on the table some bacon soda and some mustard french's mustard and kane's like how much you got back there he's like yeah we got enough don't worry about it we got enough so that probably gets kane thinking like "Hmm, maybe i can just take the drugs maybe i'll do that and then we see him making a you know 
pot of water, boiling it, putting a mason jar inside, and making up some drugs. I wasn't expecting that to happen in this movie, but you know, it happens. And now we cut to him making drugs, and he's doing the narration about saying how his dad taught him how to cook and cut drugs and everything. It's like, damn, you're t- this is taking a real darker turn than I thought was going on. We just have this slow-mo shot of him driving around town with, you know, his new rims on his car they sold from the red car, and he's, you know, all blinged out, and it's pretty much like, you're just a asking for trouble dude you're just a target now and then he parks his car behind another girl as she's trying to leave and he you know he's doing that pretty much be like yeah i want to i want to hit you hit you up lady well just know uh, this is my way of flirting with you and then we see like all the other friends all hanging out at the picnic tables having like this like community barbecue of some sort as you know other people are just arguing about it and whatnot and it seems like kane's in that area at the point in time in the parking lot and then the friends all notice that kane is in that parking lot trying to hit up a lady in the parking lot and they start yelling up being like hey what's up what what are you doing trying to hit on her he's like you guys you're not hanging out with us anymore you jackass kane finally you know comes over to talk to him and they're like oh you think you're too cool or hard now that you're a convict, eh? He's like, oh, shut up, you guys. Then one of the dads comes to sit down at the picnic table, and the uh, religious guy's like, you know, I was trying to tell my brothers here about drugs in the community, how it's a bad thing. And dad's like, yeah, I see your buddy over there trying to hide the reefer. It's fine. I used to smoke it back in the day. It's, it's fine. Don't worry about it, kid. But yeah, the friend's dad just literally shows up because he smells barbecue. He's like, mmm, food. I want some food. And then we find out the Sharif, the religious guy, that was his dad. And then we see Sharif in a classroom, and apparently his dad's a teacher. And they're talking about how Sharif apparently likes the white women. And he's like, ah, oh, no, no, I like the black women. I don't like the demons. I don't like the devils. And then we see Kane popping in because apparently it was like a meeting for them all together. We find out they're talking about the Kansas trip and the dad's like, Wait, what's your plans, Kane? Or Kane? Dang it. Why do I keep saying canine? I don't know. I wrote down my notes as canine. Sorry. Uh, anyways, uh, the dad's like, you know, I've been trying to get you leave. I don't want you fucking around in town. I just, I don't want you dying, essentially. I'm looking out for you. I know your mother overdosed. I know your dad's a drug dealer. And, you know, your your grandparents are trying to help you out but you're not listening to them at all so you should probably leave this area and you know do something with your life kane's pretty much like well what are you talking about he's like well you know you gotta do whatever changes you need to do to make your life a better life and it's not going to be easy but you need to do it that way you survive and you don't die see some narration of uh kane saying how you know the, the white cops are always looking to pull people over and then we see him getting pulled over because he's you know got 5.0 mustang and he's got the new shiny rims and whatnot and we see them getting arrested and be like what the fuck's going on why are you arresting me and then the cops are just being total jackasses to them of course because it's that era and time period and whatnot and we literally see the cops throwing them both in the back seat just like literally toss them in and then we see one of the cops in the passenger seat just taking the billy club i think that's the name for it and literally just poking them in the back just you know stabbing as they're yelling and screaming because the cops are assholes then we see some you know mexicans trying to hotwire a car by the looks of it and that same cop car has the lights off now and they're pulling down that same alleyway with the mexicans and literally just dropping the two off in the alleyway and they might be still handcuffed i'm not too sure to be honest at this point in time and of course one of the mexican guys going to a dumpster to throw his alcohol and that's when he sees the guys on the ground you know coughing up blood pretty much and then the other mexicans all go up and they're like oh let's go run up on them now it's like uh i think they already got their ass kicked to be honest with you and then we find out the uh essays as he's calling them uh, actually take them to the hospital so they can get uh fixed up and then we see anthony the little boy in bed with his mom as the mom's reading him a story and then He's like, well, why why did the cops be up Kane and Sharif, mom? And the mom's just like, ah, I just think it was a big mistake. I don't think they did anything wrong. I think the cops were just in the wrong. And it was just a mistake. They thought it was someone else. That's when the Anthony's like, mom, is Kane going to die? He's like, no, no, he's going to be fine. And then we see the mom visiting Kane in the hospital. And he's, he 
full-on medical gown and everything. He's like, you know, I'm in a lot of pain, to be honest with you. That's when she then mentions to Kane that she got a job. Her aunt hooked her up, and she's going to be working in an office. And, you know, going to be making 24000 a year, apparently. And he's not happy about it. He pretty much just doesn't care and, you know, waddles his ass to the washroom. And then that's when she breaks the news to him that the job that she's going to do is now in Atlanta. He's not going to be able to see her unless he goes to Atlanta. And Kane's pretty much just like, yeah, just take the job. You might as well just get the hell away from her. Just go take the job and be happy. And that's when she sits down with him. And she's like, you know, to be honest with you, I kind of hope you would come with me. You know, you're not doing anything here. And you're pretty much going to die if you stay here. So why not come to Atlanta with me? And then we see some narrative as Kane's, you know, sitting in his bed in pain, looking out the window every now and then. Just saying, you know thinking about what he should do with his life and you know how he wants to he didn't want to grow up being like his dad and how he wants to do better with his life and how things are starting to look different to him now now that he's you know he's in a lot of pain and you know he's going through the same bullshit that he's seen other people go through then we see i guess they're having this little getaway party or going away party because anthony and his mom are getting ready to go to atlanta and sharif and the other guy are getting ready to go to kansas and you know it's pretty much like you know i gotta decide what the hell's going on and we see some more friends coming over and then uh anthony's mom gets a little pissed off at i think stacy the bald-haired guy that's going to kansas because he's smoking weed in the house he's like you know i told you not to be smoking that stuff when anthony's in the house and then she goes to check on anthony and he's sitting in his room just playing playing some sega just you know playing the boxing game playing some sega being a happy kid you know I'd, I'd love to play some sega i got one i just don't hook it up because you know i don't know then we see a group of them sitting out on the porch and kane's one of them and o-dog and sharif and anthony comes out and one of the girls like you better get your ass back in the house before your mom finds out and kicks all of her ass and of course mom comes out and like, anthony you but you know better you get your ass back in the house and you get your ass back in the room but you get in there right now little mister then we see kane and the mom in the room together and she's pretty much getting pissed off she's like why haven't you been talking like have you come up with an answer yet are you coming with me to atlanta like what's going on and then kane's like you know what it's not gonna change if i go to atlanta i'm just still gonna be another black guy from the ghetto you know me going to atlanta isn't gonna change the goddamn thing on the way i act that's when she then hits kane with the feels because he's like you know anthony was asking me last night if you're gonna die and he takes another swift of some beer and he's like all right all right we're, I'm, i'll go with you I'll, I'll i'll go with you and then she kisses him and he's like ah. Oh, that's not right because I'm I, I like your your man and then next thing you know he's like all right it's not too bad I'm just gonna start making out with you it's fine and then we see this Chauncey guy who's trying to get on uh, Anthony's mom and he's like pulling on her arms and shit like that and we see uh, Kane looking at all pissed off and, you know nostrils starting to glare and that's when he's like oh dog you strapped and he pretty much asked for old dog's gun and he gets the gun then Kane goes over to him and literally starts beating his face in with the butt of the gun and everyone's like oh fuck Kane you gotta calm down dude you gotta stop man because you know Anthony's in the house as well at this point in time and then they see they start dragging Kane out of the, like the house and Anthony's actually watching it as the whole time this is happening and the mom's starting to freak out because like an hour son just saw you know Kane the guy that he looks up to being dragged out of the house and now we see Kane in his bed as it's storming outside and then the phone rings and he answers and it's to the girl that he was you know cutting off at the park and she's like you know what i gotta tell you something kane i'm pregnant and he's like well what the fuck you calling me for and she's like um you're the only guy i've been with so it's yours um i haven't been with anyone else lately so it's uh you know definitely yours and he's like nah, I, it ain't mine i don't have time for this it's not mine so peace and hangs up on her and say so wow kane you're a great man uh knocking a lady up and be like hey i don't have time for this please go away find someone else to take care of it and then it looks like it's a guy that got his ass kicked clancy who's sitting at a table talking to another guy who's watching a box match and he's got an envelope where he's got the 
the robbery um, convenience store tape in it, and he's gonna give it to the police officer, being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you over now, motherfucker." And then we see Anthony's mom and Kane going to the prison to actually have a, like a one-on-one call or whatever conference call with her husband or man, baby daddy, who's in jail, prison for a long time, Perland or whatever his name is. I don't know. I I didn't really care. It's actually the guy's name is Purnell. He's played by uh, Glenn Plummer. And he, he asks uh, Ronnie, the mom, a couple times, like, how everything's going and how the kid is. She doesn't really want to talk to him. So he's like, yeah, put Kane on, Kane on the phone, please. And she gets all pissed off and pretty much just slams the phone down. I also didn't realize her name was Ronnie. I thought Ronnie was her husband's name at some point. Uh, whatever. No big deal. I'm not smart about this. It's fine. And Kane just goes on about, you know, I didn't want to come see you because, you know, growing up, you're pretty much like my dad. I just couldn't stand to see you behind bars and not being able to be out and be free. Purnell pretty much want Kane there so he can give him the okay to essentially go off of his girl. And he's like, I just want her to be happy and I know how she cares about you. And just please take care of my son. And, you know, Kane kind of just looks on and shocked pretty much. And Purnell asks Kane pretty much, you know, teach my son, uh, you know, more than I can teach him because I can't teach him shit because I'm in here and teach him that to be better, essentially, and that the way we grew up is bullshit and that there's an easier, better way in life out there than, you know, doing crime and killing people, essentially. Then we see uh, Kane and Oda walking through the hood and then this guy comes up be like, who's Kane? And then we find out it's Eilina's cousin, the girl that got knocked up by Kane. And then, of course, a fist fight starts breaking up because the guy's not happy with how he's treating her cousin. And then Kane pretty much drops the guy and literally just starts kicking the shit out of his face. And of course, he's beating the shit out of this guy in front of his grandparents' house. And then the grandpa comes out and literally just, you know, rips Kane into the house being like, you know what, you gotta stop this fucking shit. And then... The grandpa's saying a, a story from the Bible. And Kane's like, well, what are you saying, grandpa? He's like, son, yeah, I got to go. You can't stay here anymore. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, nah, you, you got to go. I can't deal with this shit anymore. You're getting kicked out. And like, we've done everything we can do for you. You just don't listen. That's when Kane's like, you know, I wasn't going to tell you guys till later. But in two weeks, I'm going to move to Atlanta with uh, Ronnie. And, you know, we're going to start life together. And the grandma's like, you know what? I hope you don't screw up her her life and then the grandpa's like you know what you can't stay here i don't care two weeks get the fuck out still just go you're not staying here anymore just go and it's setting in to kane that he's actually getting kicked out and this is the first time we actually see some emotion on his face like he's actually sad because his grandparents have now finally given up on him as well and then we hear a narration that the same day that they're getting ready to leave the cops are all looking for you know old dog and kane as well and we see the cops you know questioning kane's grandfather but you know they're not getting any answers at this point in time and we just see them in ronnie's house as they're moving the final boxes or i think it's ronnie's house but it looks like and then uh ronnie's asking kane what's the problem he's he's like you know i was just thinking about saying goodbye to my grandparents and she's like you haven't gotten to see them yet well if you want we can swing by as we we're going to leave but you know take this shit to the car please because it needs to go let me see this uh, old raggedy car outside the house as it's honking the horn and i think it's that clancy guy that got his face kicked in or like beat him with the gun pretty much saying he's gotta go handle his business and we all know what that means right and then of course we see them in that car getting ready to do a drive-by because they're loading up at a, a uzi and whatnot nothing good is going to come out of this let me see a uh, little anthe out there on his big wheel still crashing into kane who's giving him crap out not really just bugging him as we see an ice cream truck sh- show up as well and then we cut back to the other guys in the car as they're all loading up their weapons getting ready and then we have a slow motion of that car driving down the road around the corner and then we just see little anthe on his big trike going down the sidewalk as well and you know the worst is probably going to happen then we just see little anthe on his big trike on the sidewalk as the car pulls up and the guy starts yelling and we hear all the gunshots start going off and we see it might be old dog getting shot 
or one of the other guys getting shot and then we also see uh kane getting shot up in the chest multiple times as he's running to try and cover up anthony so he doesn't get injured correction it wasn't no dog that got was getting shot it was the shafir sharif sorry sharif was the one uh, the one who was religious and didn't believe in violence and whatnot is now dead on the front lawn no dog walks over to An- or kane who's you know hugging anthony as we see multiple bullet holes through kane but of course anthony's totally fine there's no no wounds or anything on him but you know kane's not going to make it at all and we hear sirens coming in the back as uh, we see one of the other friends holding Kane, you know, trying to keep him alive. And the French is telling Kane to fight and keep fighting because they're almost on their way out. You know, they're they're leaving they're leaving the city today. And we hear the narration of Kane saying how things are funny like that. As we see flashbacks of his life and everything that's happened and he, how he's done too much to turn back and he's done too much violence to, to go on and that how everything and then catches up with you and he goes on about how his grandfather asked him if he cared to live or die and then he's like yeah i do but now it's too late and the outro credits start to roll and the music starts to play and we see uh, it's the end of the movie and yeah it's a really good movie what can i say um it's been a while since i watched it and i say i think i say that for every movie because you know i i tend not to rewatch movies too often but this one was definitely a very good watch uh, and uh, it's got a pretty good cast in on the rotten scale uh out of 10 i would definitely give this one a solid eight i think it's very well worth the watch um at the time of this recording you guys aren't going to be able to watch it on tv unless the app screws up sometimes this stuff that's in the uh, going away or leaving soon section doesn't actually leave by the looks of it uh, but this one actually has like a countdown of days so it probably will leave in the six days so by the time this goes up it's going to be long gone but you know sadly it is what it is so hopefully you guys can find it somewhere to check it out um definitely well worth the watch and uh i didn't realize that ronnie was played by jada pickett smith uh whatever it's fine it's fine i don't look at this stuff a lot and i for the longest time i didn't know anything's mom was named ronnie anyway so it's fine i thought she was someone else uh oh well but yeah definitely highly check recommend checking this out uh fun movie i guess if you want to say fun it's a good you know crime thriller drama um and you know it's only an hour and 36 minutes so it's not even that long but it feels a lot i guess it kind of feels a lot longer because so much stuff actually happens but it happens so fast that it doesn't really feel that long does that make sense i don't think it really makes sense but oh well it is what it is uh which gets us ready to pick our next movie and i said we're going to do something horror related so we will pick something horror related and it's probably still going to be on tubi let's be honest all right so you guys said you want a horror or at least i said i was going to go back to horror and it is horror, but it's with comedy aspect. And it's also from the 70s. It's 1972 uh, for an hour and 29-minute runtime. And it's also on Tubi, but it's also under the uh, expiring six minutes. So it's probably not going to be there if you guys go to watch it. Uh, it's directed by Robert Foost, and it's starring Vincent Price. We're going to watch Dr. Fives Rises Again, because uh, I haven't seen this one. At least not that I remember. And I say that a lot, but, you know, it's a Vincent Price movie, so I definitely need to watch it because I love me some Vincent Price. So, yeah, until next time uh make sure to check out that movie uh you know find it somewhere i think it's on youtube too actually i, I do think it's on youtube for free because uh, i looked up the trailer quick uh, yeah it's been a while so it's also like one o'clock in the morning right now so i wasn't sure what i was going to pick yet uh but yeah dr fives rises again go check it out uh before the podcast and uh hopefully you guys will enjoy it i'm sure i will because it's vincent price um but yeah as always make sure to check out the outro band uh the blood opera you can find them on youtube soundcloud facebook instagram you know pretty much anything and everything just go check out their links down below um you know tell them i sent you and uh as always 
feel free to check out all my um, links below as well. Uh, you find me on all social media accounts at TyphonSide. You know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Um, feel free to send a review or a comment at the RottenViews at gmail.com account. Uh, if you can, leave a star rating on Spotify if you're listening on Spotify. And leave a review on iTunes if you're listening on uh, good old iTunes. You know, good or bad, whatever. Feel free to check out those old uh, episodes on YouTube. Feel free to leave some comments down below. Let me know what movies you would like me to watch and talk about. I'd love to hear some suggestions. Let me know uh, some themes if you want me to do like another theme month. I would love to check out some of those or have some ideas of what you guys would like to see. Uh, we're going to do some more comedy movies, some more action movies, of course, and we're going to do a lot of horror movies. And maybe throw in a cartoon or two. I don't know. Maybe some animated movies. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I appreciate you guys coming back for another episode and hopefully you guys will be here next week as well because it should be a fun one until then i'm really fucking tired and i'm going to bed uh so i'll talk to you guys all later peace